Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. On a beautiful Saturday morning, expecting even more moisture to be coming in. Uh, Be prepared for it. Uh, I couldn't be happier from the moisture reports we're getting literally statewide. I've got friends in the far east and part of the state that are now buried with drifts of three and four feet in their yard of gorgeous, white, delicious virgin snow how what could be better than that oh yeah baby we've got the rains in the desert uh states getting a nice good soaking wet winter absolutely love that but it does often bring dilemmas to you the arizona homeowner uh repeat moisture like this can bring problems to the surface that won't necessarily show themselves with just one rain event every three months. But in a home that's seeing rain once every five to six days over the course of several weeks, we see a lot of problems sneak in that you don't ordinarily see. So if you're experiencing one of those dilemmas, give us a ring. We're here for the next hour at one 767 4348 to answer any question you have about home ownership, home maintenance, home repair, or home remodeling. Call us. We've been building and remodeling Arizona homes since 1972. Let us put our experience to work for you. We're doing things a lot different when we're building and remodeling homes today than we were in 1972 <laughs> we're doing it a lot different and uh let us let us put our learning curve to work for you okay i promised i would come uh in this segment with a rebuttal that we received during the course of the week about a rant i went on last week We had a caller on the show, and you can go back and listen to the podcast. And, Jerry, I see you're calling from South Channel. I'm going to get to your call, but let let me address this first. We had a call last week from a man who had had a solar power salesman knock on his door unsolicited uh, and present a quote for a photovoltaic solar power system. And I went off. Because we are being flooded at our office with inquiries from homeowners who are saying, I never asked for this. They came and they took pictures of my solar electric, uh, my electric panel, and then are advising me I need to spend this kind of money and the government's going to pay for it. And it's going to be the best return on investment I've ever made in my whole life. And I disagree. To be clear, I like solar energy. I like photovoltaic solar energy. I really do for a lot of reasons. But I don't like the way the solar industry markets their product or sells their product. And I went off on a problem we're seeing where solar salespeople are using deception, 
misguiding information and very questionable tactics to market and make the sale. So I get a letter from Tony, very well written. And he, and he starts the letter with these three words, don't hang up. <laughs> that caught my attention right away. <laughs> so you know, you, you kind of know what's coming after that. He says, um, I sell solar by knocking on doors, and I listen to your show regularly. And you are correct. Most solar companies are crooks at worst and incompetent at best. But not all. Okay. So, your characterization of the door-to-door model, while mostly true, was also incredibly unfair. Many people need solar. Most won't get it. The ones who do are likely to Google it, filling their inbox and social media feeds with scams. Me and my team knock on doors. We're polite. We honor the no soliciting signs, and we help a lot of people go solar and save money. And yes, we do make money. We do make a commission, roughly about what a a real estate commission would be for a sale. One of the things I brought up is that these independent salespeople very often will solicit a sale to you not based on anything in reality. And this person... Mr. Tony uh, says, look, you, you need to be somewhere you, when you get a quote for a solar system. You ought to be spending something in the neighborhood, and I'll round up, something less than $3.50, $3.50 per watt. But where I went off on a rant last week was one particular salesperson that knocked on a door unsolicited, and tried to sell a system for about $18 a watt. Six times a fair price. That salesperson then sells the homeowner that deal and then takes that deal to any one of 100 solar contractors and they'll all bid to buy that contract. They don't care that the customer was cheated. They just want that next install. So, Mr. Tony Knight wrote me and said there are credible, legal, polite, door-to-door solar salespeople. He was upset with me because I said the only fair and honest contractors in the solar industry were Rosie certified. Let me correct that impression. I didn't say the only ones, or maybe I did, but it wasn't what I meant. I didn't say the Rosie contractors are the only one to trust. They're the only ones I have any authority on. I am not a policeman for the entire solar industry. That would take an army of people. That's what the registrar of contractors is for. But if you, the Arizona homeowner, as a regular listener of the show, are interested in solar, the only way I can help you Know that you're getting a fair proposal, a fair installation that you can count on is going to a Rosie on the House vetted solar contractor. Jennifer, how many phone calls do we get a week? And uh, like this, like this 
uh, letter says don't hang up, uh, the first thing the homeowner says is, Rosie, I know I should have used one of yours. Yeah, that's that's very common. You know, um, they're members of our of our referral network, and we vet them very hard. So we, we can, you know, basically guarantee them we give a complaint resolution. But if we don't know them, we have no pull or we, no weight. We, we, we have no authority. And we don't have time to vet all those. So that's, that's, that's the our regist- solution. That's yeah. the register of contractors. So Tony Knight, apparently... Uh, by the way he wrote this letter, by the way he addressed the issue, is one of those door-to-door solar salespeople that you can trust. I don't know of any other one. <laughs> I don't know. I've never met Mr. Tony, but I liked the way he wrote the letter. He was so I, respectful. I was, I was I, blown away. I was I, just waiting to get clobbered. Yeah. He, he does he say, did. Rosie, I love your show. That's how he ended, yeah. He, he must have taken debate in high school because that yeah. was a great letter. Yeah, awesome. he, he just uh, Okay, so let's get off the solar industry. Let's get to the home improvement industry. We've got tons of people. Jerry, I told you I'd get to you, and I kind of went off on a rant again. I apologize for that. Let's see if we can help you out, my friend. Rosie, you're worth the wait. I needed that information about the fo- the solar also. Okay. I've got a call into one of your approved people, and I'm hoping they'll return my call and, oh, and they come will. over soon and tell me all about it. Very good. Okay. Now, I, my question that I called on is is concrete, and maybe maybe my job is too small for people to be interested in. Um, I'm having trouble finding someone to come over and do it. I just want a, a RV pad on one side of the house and gravel and widen the the driveway on the other side of the house. So okay. like a, if it's a RV pad about oh, 12 by 22 and about 800 or 900 feet of uh, gravel, is that too small of a job um, to to have a, a contractor uh, be willing to do that? Well, or it, it, uh, I, um, I see on yours, you only have two names when I when I looked for concrete like the RV yeah, pad, yeah. and neither of them listed that particular skill. So I'm thinking maybe I'm too, maybe I'm too low budget for well, contractors that want to come. Well, here's the dilemma, Jerry. Uh, small concrete jobs are just getting harder and harder to do. One, concrete, when you order it in small batches, is, is running $200 a yard or more. I mean, it's just gotten incredibly expensive. I would ask you if you wouldn't consider doing that area in concrete pavers. It's going to cost about the same amount of money. And I'm, I have, over the last 10 years, become an absolute advocate of concrete pavers. We don't pour any driveways. We don't pour any parking pads. We don't pour any sidewalks anymore. Everything that's outdoor surfaces, we're doing it in pavers. And the fact that to do pavers right, you got to do a little bit of over excavation. You want some gravel brought in. Jerry, I would ask you uh, to call CYC Landscaping in the Southeast Valley and uh, see if Mark, ask for Mark, and see if Mark won't come out and, 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 and guide you a little bit. Jennifer, do you have CYC's number? That's 480-539-2597. And even if, even if he can't, ask him 
for recommendations, but that's something they would do. I'll yeah. endorse CYC. They did my backyard. Outstanding. Very good. Very good. So, Jerry, when you get him on the line, ask for Mark specifically and see if he can't help you out. I tell you what, we've been looking for someone to do small concrete jobs for about 15 years. We had a guy. Uh, now he thinks he's too old. But now he cries. Every time I <laughs> every time I send him a concrete job, he just cries like a little baby. Now he can hike I'm, mountains. I'm, I'm too old for that. I can't be no rug in that. We're going to get a call here or text yeah, yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I imagine my cell phone's going to light up here in just a minute. All right. Uh, we, we don't have time to take another call just yet, but we've got Mark and Rose and John and Richard all on hold. We'll get to every one of you right after this short station break. How can those guitar chords not put a smile on your face? That just makes a Saturday morning in Arizona that much better. Welcome to my house. Gary, thank you for that soundbite. I absolutely love it. Puts me in a good mood. Yep, the Eagles are special to Arizona. You know that. Yeah, you know, that's right. Standing on that corner. Standing on the corner. Uh, let's see if we, we've got a bevy of callers here lined up. Let's do a contest first. Let's do a contest first on Phoenix Sun tickets. Yeah. We're going to give away tickets to the Oklahoma Thunder. It plays, uh, the game plays Wednesday, March 8th. So you've got about 10 days to get ready for it. It uh, tip off is at 7 p.m. And I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to ask you to text 411923 the answer to this question. And then all the right answers will be thrown in a hat and we'll draw one winner. Here's the question. What are the current standings for the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference? Text the answer to 411923, and you'll be, in, with a correct answer, you'll be put in a drawing to win tickets to the Arizona Suns versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're saying win-loss? It, it just, what are the current standings? Oh, the current standings, okay. What are the current right, standings, standings for the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference? Now, I do not follow basketball very close, but uh, Gary, is it fair for me to ask you how many teams are in the Western Conference? Mm, oh, Western Conference. Uh, I want to say about, uh, let's see, 8, 10, 12, probably about 12 or 15. Oh, that uh, many? Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. There's the question. Text the answer to 411923. Uh, I have no idea how to work the text machine, but my wife, sweet Jennifer, does. So we're in Standing good by. Standing by. Let's That's get to I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Let, <laughs> let's get to the uh, callers. We've got Quick. Mark calling. We've got Rose. We've got John. We've got Richard. We're going to take you all right in order here. Mark, good morning. Welcome to my house. How can I help you, my friend? I'm honored. Thank you very much. Uh, I've been uh, lucky enough to spend winters here after 40 in Vermont. <laughs> and uh, my house is in Vermont. It's a forced hot air oil-powered uh, uh, place. I have uh, my excellent tenant uh, reported weird, seemingly unburnt oil smell. It's given them headaches. It's over a week. Uh, the oil man came out, tested for CO. He said uh, the uh, heat exchanger has to be replaced. He's uh, ordering that. But we can't figure out what it is. And... Uh, 
It comes up through the grates whenever the furnace is on. And uh, I noticed on the last fuel delivery, it was 500-gallon tank, underground tank. Uh, it was down to eight gallons before they loaded it up. I <laughs> talked to the uh, company. I said, can, can an, an empty tank uh, contribute to some weird smell? They said yes, but uh, we didn't go beyond that. So I, uh, I wonder if you have uh, any thoughts on this uh, mystery here. Well, Mark, you started the conversation by saying you're honored. I don't know what you would be honored about for me taking your call. That's what this show is all about. I'm honored you would call me to even think I would have a clue as to how to fix an oil-fired furnace in Vermont. We don't have any oil-fired furnaces that I know of in Arizona. And I've been asked many times to syndicate this show nationally. And it's because of questions just like this that I don't. But I tell you what I do know. I do know remodeling contractors that I trust in every single state in the union. And I've got three in Vermont that I trust implicitly. So I'm going to take your name, I'm going to take your phone number, and I'm going to put you in touch with contractors I know you can depend on them giving you the right kind of guidance and the right kind of information and the right kind of contractors to kind of help you out. We once asked on air, call us from wherever, and let's see who's going to call us from the farthest location. And the person that called was listening to us on the, on the Internet machine, and he was from Essex Junction, Vermont. I still remember that call. Did he but have a homeowner I, question for you? He, he did, but I don't remember what it was. I just remember Essex Junction. So uh, oil-fired furnace uh, dilemma in Vermont, I don't know the answer, but I'm going to get it for you, Mark, from somebody in that region that you'll be able to trust and respect. Let's see if we can go. Um, uh, my broadcast engineer says, don't you dare. Go to another caller. We don't have time for that. We don't that. have time for this one. <laughs> okay, so Rose, John, and Richard, I promise we'll go to this bottom of the hour break and we'll get to you and answer your question as quick as we can. I'm begging your patience. Thank you very much. It's Rosie on the house. We've got a lot to cover when we get back. We also have some Renaissance tickets to give away as well, and we'll do that in the next segment. Uh, you are you seeing texts come in on the sun's? Uh, t- I am. Challenge? I got a handful to choose from. Okay. A lot of answers. Only a couple of right ones. Okay, very good. Rosie on the house. Rose, John, Richard, all on hold. Hang on. I promise. I'll get to your question. Well, if you hadn't heard, the Renaissance Festival is back. They're in their 35th year, as is Rosie on the House. So, obviously, 1988 was a great year for the state of Arizona to get started. And we ran down this week and were able to get Seamus the Insulter on the line to give us a lineup. If you haven't been out to the Renaissance Festival yet, maybe get a preview of what uh, you can expect or what you're missing. And how is everyone doing? Very well. How how does one address an insulter? The insulterist? Uh, your overlordship, that works for me. Um, I am a street act, and so what I do is I wander the streets of the 25-acre area that is the Renaissance Festival off here in Arizona. And when you see me, uh, I usually announce myself, but also hanging off the backside of me is a sign that says, Seamus the Insulter, at your service. And so when I walk up to you at my service, what uh, expect when I approach you and talk to you? 
Uh, what I do is I say, if you want to insult one of your friends or family, just let me know what range you'd like it to fall within. Everything from very family-friendly to adult flinchy. And then afterwards, if you want, just tip me whatever you think it's worthwhile of the insult. As well as I also do compliments. So I try to hit the full range of human experience and interactions during a festival day. For instance, if I saw you in the street and one of your friends wanted to hire me to insult you, the first thing I would say is, congratulations, your head looks like your shoulders blew a bubble. <laughs> We're open Saturdays and Sundays from 10 in the morning until 6 in the evening, rain or shine. We are an outdoor festival located seven miles east of Apache Junction. Which is at uh, kind of in the shadow of the Superstition Mountains. It's a beautiful area. And if you haven't been out there, get out I-60 head east until you see all the festival flags and the big long line of cars pulling into park. And we're, we've gotten a lot better about getting cars into our very large parking lot. So uh, come early and stay late. And in your 34 years as a professional insulter, uh, is, is there a few highlight moments that just stand out that you just can't help but giggle to yourself every time they come to mind? Well, as an insulter in the street, I'm actually, because I've been doing it for so long, I'm starting to insult the third generation of people I first started to insult low these many years ago. And so, yeah, I've had people come up and they've looked for me every every year. Uh, there's a stone bridge over by Middleshire Stage. I'm there the last hour of the day so people can find me. But yeah, I've had people come up and say, please insult my granddaughter who's now eight years old. You insulted me 36 years ago at this festival or 34 years at the Arizona Festival. That always makes me giggle when I realize I've created a career out of being an insulter. Seamus the Insulter out at the Renaissance Festival. Look for him. He's at your service. Obviously, with you on the other end of this microphone, you resemble nothing more than a meat puppet with a gaseous cow bladder for a mouth and a congealed piece of lard for a brain. <laughs> Oh, Robbie was a good sport. There you go. <laughs> Glad he took that interview. And we've got Renaissance tickets we do have to a, actually give away. I have a pass for two people. And uh, so you can text the answer to this question. Rosie, what do they have on there? What is the meaning of the, the word, word Renaissance. Renaissance? Text it to 411-923. We'll pull it out of a hat, and I'll be able to mail you a set of tickets. All right. That, that'll get you into the festivities for free. Let's see if we can get to the call. We've had a few people here been very patient oh, in holding. Man, have they? Let's uh let's get to Rose in Scottsdale and see if we can answer. I wonder if Rose is a man or a woman. <laughs> nope, I'm a girl. All right. Okay. I'm very in the good. Net. You never assume around uh, this. Yeah, one. that's right. I always wonder why no, you would ever no, name my family does my family does call me Rosie, so Okay. It could have right. been that way. How can um, we help? My husband and I my husband and I want to um invest in a, a water softener system just okay. to help with our our plumbing to keep the calcium down on the fixtures and stuff okay and our skin and you know just everything else we've gotten a lot of new appliances with a remodel and we just Great. would like to get uh, improve our water now somebody told me about a conditioner that they actually use so they don't have to be adding salt all the time they change a filter. Okay. Does it do the same thing? And I, what is that? It does not. Okay. Um, I'm going to try not to go off on a rant like I did on the solar industry last week. <laughs> well, I'll, <laughs> but this know. is another industry I tend to go off on a rant. Um, if the, when, when people ask me, uh, 
do I need a water softer? The first thing I ask him is, what do you want to get done? We, we can take the chlorine out just by running it through an activated carbon charcoal filter, and it tastes better, but it still has floaties in it. Uh, if people tell me they want to eliminate the mineral buildup on their plumbing fixtures, as you mentioned, there are products that are out there on the market advertising themselves as descalers. They use various things like electricity and magnetic fields and things like that that are proven all but virtually to be completely ineffective. Um, if you want soft water, the only way we can get soft water is with an ion exchange. It's going to take sodium or potassium. And people get nervous about introducing salt or sodium or potassium into their diets. But let me tell you this, that one slice of white bread has more sodium than a gallon of soft water. Um, if anyone is trying to scare you out of sodium-based water softeners because of the salt content in the water, I would tell you, uh, they're either naive or feeding you misinformation. So for my money, if I want, I, I can take a five-gallon bucket, fill it with water out of the hose, and stir it with a paddle, and that's treating the water. It's called aerating the water. And it will actually off-gas some of the chlorine that's being supplied in the system through the city. Uh, and it does accomplish... Uh, a change of flavor in the water, you taste a lot less of the chlorine. So if what you're looking for is reduction of mineral buildup and excellent quality water drinking, you need a whole house water treatment system that will be a water softener backed up a reverse osmosis system at your drinking location points. And that is the only way to get truly soft water. And Rose, if you'll go to our website at rosieonthehouse.com and put in the search engine, Rosie's Consumer Guides, there's a whole little pamphlet there you can download and read the, you know, the scientific reasons behind that and the, Rosie, the research Rosie has done to get to those conclusions. Appreciate the call. Let's see if we can go. John calling from Maricopa, beautiful town of Maricopa. John, how can we help you? Uh, I, I was looking at the uh, sour nose slip uh, from your um, mail list. Yeah. And I looked at the website, but it doesn't list uh, how much area it covers. One one kit uh, that you see listed there, I think, it, Jennifer, what, the one kit sells for about 20 bucks. There's three different varieties, but yeah. for the tub, it's about 30 bucks. Okay. And you, that's enough to... It's so a, your general tub, you know, your average tub twice. You know, It's a four-ounce bottle. Right. And so you coat it on there. Uh, you let it dry in between, and it takes 48 hours to cure. But that's all that one bottle treats. But that's a pretty cheap fix for, for that. So a shower bottom or a tub bottom, about 30 bucks. But And then you could also do your tile floors in your bathroom as well. Does that answer your question, John? Yeah. Uh, I got a little larger walk-in sour, so I'm thinking I probably need to get two of them then. Sure. Yeah, and you might even yeah. call them and just ask them if they have a you know quantity size. I don't and, know. And make sure before you apply it, you've allowed the grout and the tile and everything in that shower to thoroughly dry, maybe even for as long as a couple of days. 
and then apply it. it takes 48 hours to cure then you can use it so you may be out of that shower for maybe uh, the better part of a week to get it done and get it done right but no. then uh, but then baby she she's it's it's invisible it is slip resistant and it's there it's it's on for good yeah i wouldn't call it slip proof i don't call it anything that but you know what also make sure your grout is clean because once you cover it you're not supposed to use anything abrasive good on call. it to clean it you you know uh it, it tells you what you can use and not use but you're not going to use anything real abrasive as far as a cleaner or a, or a hand tool so make sure your grout looks good before you cover it up great call all right so we're going from maricopa down to tucson let's bring richard into the conversation and see how we can answer richard's question good morning richard Good morning. This is Rich, and uh, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, not a, not for me a personal question, but there's a lot of advertisements on radio and TV for a ceramic coating that says for your home exterior that says you'll never have to paint your home again. And I spoke with these folks at uh, one of the Saba Home Shows maybe a year, year and a half ago. And uh, and I mentioned the fact that the uh, uh, conventional stucco over stick and frame uh, construction uh, that will tend to expand and contract somewhat. And they said, "Don't worry about it. This stuff uh, accommodates that." And I think these advertisements and and they say never again will you have to paint your home but yet they call, they charge you a pretty penny uh, for that <laughs> all right well you you've hit some very key notes as far as several products that are being advertised out there on the market uh, ceramic based paints and the intent of adding the ceramic is that it creates a reflective characteristic to the paint allowing it to uh, uh, um, uh, apply some insulation value to the outside of your home. Many times that ceramic-based paint gets put into an elastomeric basis. I think all you regular listeners know what my feeling is about elastomeric paint. Uh, I don't like it. Um, and there are several products on the market, Richard, and you mentioned it, the price point. They, they tell you it can last up to 25 years. In my experience, with the blind shopping we've done with the Rosie on the House army of homeowners, the product costs between seven and eight times what a good exterior paint job will cost you. Seven to eight times, okay? And a good exterior paint job, I believe, should be 100% acrylic exterior paint. It allows your house to continue breathing. Will last 8 to 12 years. So you let's just say you repaint once now, once in 10 years, once in 20 years. You've still spent half the money you've spent for the other product that's guaranteed to last 25 years. And you've spent the money on a product, I believe, personal opinion, is a better product to put on Arizona homes, foam, stucco, any any product in particular, really. Uh, so without mentioning any brand names, it's not our intent to trash talk anybody, but ceramic-based elastomeric paint isn't anything rosy whatever put on 
his own house, particularly if it was four, five, six, or seven times as much money as good exterior acrylic paint, period. want the horn section now? No, we're good. We're good. Hey, we have our winners now for the Suns Tickets giveaway and the Renaissance Fair, so congratulations to our winners. And if you're still hankering to enter a contest, you know, we, our staycation just rolled over to the to Parker, so you have till the 15th to put in for that. Along with that staycation comes the car from Sanderson Ford, usually a basket from, well, always a basket, but usually from, um, did, oh gosh. Sphinx Date Ranch and the one in Casa Grande. I'll find it because I, I just lost it. Gary, what is the name of it? And uh, passes to the state park. Very good. You know what? I'm sorry. I, I was get... trying to think. In Parker, there's a bar that's out in the middle of the desert. It closed, I, I think. I think they're open during the uh, winter because it's cool. There was but... rumors it was going to close, oh, but okay. I, I think it stayed open. Okay. And right. I think it's the desert bar is what they I call it. I think that's it. It's yes, a... That's it exactly. Yeah. 30-mile dirt road to get to it, but it's a one-of-a-kind. Yes, it is. Um, So leave it to our broadcast engineer to to, turn people (laughs) people onto all the best bars in town. Hey, did you see where someone came out with the best uh, hole-in-the-wall hamburger joint in all of Arizona? Yes. Chuck Box. And I agree with it. Okay, I've got to go there. I've passed by there a billion okay. times and never stopped. Okay. I've got to check this. Out. I hate the fact that Scottsdale and Shea lost their their their. They had a chuck box at one time. I have a little makeup here to my friend at Divine Gourmet in Chandler. She yes. provides beautiful baskets, and I just couldn't get the right word. Divine Gourmet, just a great place to shop for local food and fair and all kinds of goodies. You win a, a Rosie on the House staycation, and you get to go to Sanderson Ford and pick up a Ford Edge. And it's going to be full of gas, and you're going to be given a gas card. So wherever you go, it's going to be covered. You don't have to worry about the expense of of the gasoline. We're going to arrange lodging for you. You don't even have to worry about picking up a hotel bill. Uh, And the gas card is going to be uh, amply supplied to buy you several meals. So it truly is a staycation in the state of Arizona brought to you by Rosie on the House, Sanderson Ford, and the providers of the gift baskets, as well as Arizona Highways gives us books to give away. And state park passes. And And state park passes. We we just spoil you rotten. There you go. Sign up. I I love our staycations, and the feedback we get from people that come back, it just tickles me to death. Kelly has called. He actually called the show a couple weeks ago, and I asked him uh, when he completed the project, could he please call us and give us an update? Uh, Let's see what we find out. Kelly, welcome to Rosie on the House. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Good. Hey, actually, it wasn't a couple weeks ago. It was actually almost like 10 months ago. I oh. called and said I have slab leaks. Yes. And uh, and I, I asked you whether I should repipe or put pipes in pipes. There was different technologies, if you recall. Yes. Anyway, and I have a huge, I have a big house, eight bedrooms, five bathrooms, two washers oh. and dryers, you know, and so I knew it was going to be quite a project. Well, the pipe and pipe was was a real good option. I would really love the people that came out and gave me a quote. But the uh, the repiping, which I didn't want to do because that means tear up your house, right? Shape oh yeah, and all that oh. things. 
Yeah, anyway, but they were half the cost, and I thought, ugh. So I went with the repipe. Okay. It hurt me. It hurt me big time to watch them tear holes in my house. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that they did a fantastic job, fantastic job. And the sheetrock people came back, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I got a hole in my house. Anyway, they, uh, they, the sheetrock people were perfect. I can't tell at all. And, I mean, they were here three days. It took them that long, and they obviously underbid that. Um, I could tell by what they did, um, and then they brought in experts because it was such a big house. And I offered to pay him more, and, you know, to their credit, he says, I quoted you that. That's what I'm going to charge you. And I have nothing but fantastic That's things neat. to say. The house has been running great. And, oh, good. Um, I would... And, Kelly, do I remember correctly, you're kind of out in the Southeast Valley, right? I'm in very, yeah, I'm in the north, very west north side of Gilbert. Yeah, okay. Northeast, sorry, northeast. Power baseline sort of cross streets in that area. Well, um, give a – and you hired one contractor to do the repipe and the drywall. Did they also do the painting? Oh, well, no, we had to hire someone. I think they, they had someone that they said would do it, so we, 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 we paid them separately. And they had a sheetrocker. And, man, I got him on speed dial because I, I still have <laughs> under the influence of children – and I've got lots of kids here, so holes in the wall happens all the time. And so it's like, hey, you know, he comes back all the time. So, um, but uh, yeah, they they basically did everything, and that was they did a, the the quote included the sheetrock, okay, and not the paint. The paint we had to pay a little bit extra for. Kelly, we appreciate the update. I'm interested to find out who it was that did the job, because uh, anytime we can get a kudos like that for a job well done, we like to mention their name and spread it out there. Folks, I hope you enjoyed the last three hours of Rosie on the House. We show up every Saturday morning. Just because we're signing off right now is no reason for you to get scared or start crying. You can reach us all week long at rosieonthehouse.com.